all of what you said. And uh, the idea of connecting uh, resolve with questions, to be questioning and, and uh, staying true and discovering what's true and enacting what's true and having that be a feedback loop that uh, keeps growing. And Paul used the expression staying soft uh, in the aliveness of it all. It was very nice. And um, so a couple of words I want to say about this and then do an exercise. Uh, there's a, a Indian Buddhist love etymology and there's a whole game of making up creative entomologies. And um, I'm not going to make up entomologies, but uh, there's uh, the, po- the Pali word, and Sanskrit word for resolve, and the English word resolve uh, have two sides to maybe what Paul's talking about, and two, two kind of complementary qualities of resolve or aditana. So aditana literally means something like uh, to take a stand what we stand on. Uh, Adi means can be higher. So um, the higher stand or the place where what we take a stand on. And uh, that has a sense of kind of uprightness, of being grounded, being rooted, and really kind of uh, being firm in certain way. We're firm on something. I love the English word resolve because um, uh, it comes from the Latin word for solution. Uh, like uh, to dissolve and to solve something is not just it's just kind of dissolve it it goes away and uh, so in my mind the idea of resolve implies a certain kind of dissolving or opening or untying or unknotting of a situation so so the idea of it's only determination taking a stand being firm it could it could be get kind of hard if it's only about unwinding and dissolving and going into kind of a amorphous solution, then perhaps we're just too, uh, you know, there's nothing there to meet the world with and contact the world. But how to have those two together, uh, how to take a stand and be soft, how to take a stand and engage in a way that we open and dissolve some of the holding and that we have and the ways we're not free uh, is kind of what I associate this word uh, parami of resolve. And, uh, and then the, in the ancient uh, world, uh, the Buddha, uh, I think, said what Paul said. He just said it, you know, in, in a, with a list. And, uh, and so there's four kinds of resolves at the, in the Pali Suttas. And uh, there's the resolve for the truth, being true. The resolve on wisdom, learning how to express that maybe. Uh, there's the resolve on generosity, how to express it, expressing it, and then the resolve on peace. And maybe that kind of brings it all full circle. But uh, four resolves, and, um, and those four resolves can be uh, expressed or worked with, practiced with, with four questions. So I would like to give you these questions, but I would like you all to kind of close your eyes. And as you listen to the questions... Uh, don't try to memorize them, but try to um, answer them for yourself. Try to answer them maybe in your body. Maybe there's an embodied answer. Or try to answer them in your hearts, the heartfelt answer. Or 
perhaps in your mind and there's a mindful answer. So these are four questions of resolve. The first question is, what is true now? To have a certain resolve or determination to discover what is true now. And for the resolve on wisdom, what is preventing ease with what is true now? What gets in the way of your ease with what is true now? Generosity. What can I offer that opens everyone to truth and ease now? What can I offer that opens everyone to truth and ease now. And the resolve on peace. What peace is here through which to view what is true, wise, and generous now? What peace that's here now that you can stand on to better see what is true, what is wise, and what is generous. And then to conclude this little exercise, how is it different to understand or approach the idea of resolve or these resolves if it's presented in terms of a question versus just a statement? What's it like for to discover them through questions? Okay, 
So you can open your eyes. So one of the ways of understanding resolve in the way that Paul also talked about is um, it's the, what transforms our intentions into action. There's, it's fine to have people have many intentions, but uh, to follow through on it takes something more than having the intention. So the oomph, the power, the strength, the determination, the resolve, the, the motivation, something that's a little bit more than having the intention. And um, in the past, last year when we did this uh, Parmi Resolve, I had people go into an exercise of a dyads where they uh, talked about um, uh, what their intention was in being offering chaplaincy or spiritual care. But today I'd like to use the word resolve rather than intention because it has a different meaning or flavor than just intentionality itself. So what I'd like to suggest is that you, uh, in a moment, that you form, pair up with someone and, um, and that... Um, you just go for a few minutes, go back and forth in a relaxed way. And it's, it's kind of the same exercise as a repeating question, but without the question. Uh, start your, uh, make a statement that starts with a sentence. Uh, uh, in doing chaplaincy or spiritual care, compassionate care, whatever you prefer, my resolve is, and then you fill in the blank. So in doing chaplaincy, my resolve is, and then after you've made your statement, then your partner has a chance to say the same thing. And then it comes back to you to do it. And it goes back and forth for a while, just in a relaxed way, just see what wants to come out, see what you discover, see what you stretch into, and uh, maybe see what you can be surprised by comes out of you that you've never thought of before, maybe. And, uh, and then after, after we've done that for a while, then I'll ring the bell and then we'll move into a next little step in this, this thing about resolve. Is that clear enough? So why don't you 